Coming up, Universal has announced two more houses to their lineup for Halloween Horror Nights 30. We're going to talk about that. Maybe some more. I don't think so, but definitely that on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams. I'm joined alongside by my co-host, the ghost with the most, Rhino. Hello. Yes. I mean, I know you're not Beetlejuice, but... I'm also not a ghost. That's okay. What? I am alive. What? Yeah. Still here. Still kicking. Still me, Michael. Yeah. I I did not realize that. I apologize. I I thought that... I, I guess I just... I guess I just didn't realize it, but you know, we're we're quickly, rapidly approaching the Halloween season, so I thought that I was just making a, a spectral uh ghost, my my co host in this, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to reach for words that just aren't coming to me. And that's a shame. So why don't I take a second to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the world-class support from a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So for a free no-obligation quote, please head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. And that's it for the plugs there right at the top of the show. So now we have to get to the big news for Halloween Horror Nights. And at the the cold open, I said we're only going to talk about the two house announcements, but I'm going to get Rhino's take on the other announcement that he missed the uh, previous week while he was off busy traveling. But we're, we're going to just scratch his head a little bit on that one, even though I already said on the last week's show, I was like, I know he's not going to have an opinion of it because he hasn't watched the show, despite years of me now telling him he needs to watch the show. We'll get to it in a second, but let's talk about the the two new house announcements coming to Halloween Horror Nights. Rhino, which one do you want to talk about first? Um, let's talk about the one that is a returnee, sort of, right? Well, I mean, so this is the hard part, because technically, these could both be returnings Last in a year's way. returnee, we'll okay. say. Last year's returnee. Well, we got the official confirmation that, you know, most of us who who follow all this would expect it. You know, the first announcement for this year, technically the second announcement, but the first one in, in the Halloween season that they posted about was that Beetlejuice would return. Beetlejuice ran for only two days during last year's event, right at the very end. Uh, but for the Halloween event that happened last year, there were two other houses that ran the the entire Halloween season that they, they had running last year. And one of the two of those has been announced to return, and that is Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, leaving the Tooth Fairy with just a, a question mark next to it. I... I, you know, I knowing that Beetlejuice is coming back, Universal Monsters is coming back. Yeah, it's it, pretty obvious, right? I, I feel like it has to be obviously, especially because I thought the Tooth Fairy was. You know, I loved Beetlejuice. It, don't get me wrong, I love Beetlejuice and I love Universal Monsters, but Tooth Fairy was a solid house. 
It was a great original house. Like I know, I know. Technically, Bride of Frankenstein lives is is an original house, but it's based on an intellectual property. So, like the tooth, the tooth fairy is. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm excited to go through that house again if they bring it back. I will be just as happy to go through because I thought it was great. Well, because we're going to see the houses this year, and that's part of Universal Monsters, Bride of Frankenstein Lives, and Beetlejuice. That we get to see the houses this year without the COVID protocols, without oh, making yeah, scare actors hide away and and not be able to to do the scares like they normally do. So it's it really is we're going to see houses that we've seen before but we're going to experience them in a complete different way and so i think i think that's part of why you have a no-brainer of bringing back universal monsters the bride of frankenstein lives and it it is a solid house so yeah back in 2019 for halloween horror nights they had a universal monsters house which was kind of just like iconic moments of a newer take on the universal monsters uh it wasn't it was not tom cruise or benicio del toro getting involved in this this was just a kind of like if if universal monsters were around today what's what's kind of what's kind of a vibe that universal would take on it and that's how they came up with this beautiful amazing awesome house one of my favorite houses that year and then what do you do when you have a really good house well you have to make a sequel out of it and therein came universal monsters the bride of frankenstein lives and of course this focuses very heavily on the bride and the you know frankenstein story going with that but this takes place like right after the after everything happens with the bride of frankenstein and frankenstein's ca- the the castle is crumbling and and just going down to the ground and frankenstein's gone but the bride the bride she is working to bring him back and along the way there were a lot of scares there were (laughs) i love i love this house (laughs) i don't know what you want me to say about the scares i I mean he doesn't say anything but it's you get you also don't have to this about Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. I I just I I think um, I don't know I I I like how it sort of incorporated. Is this a spoiler? I don't know if I say something about it because no, like I like how it had the vampires in it too. I thought that was cool. Yeah, like I love that. I love that it told this really interesting story. Like yeah. I that it was. It's very clear the story as you're going through, which I like. And then it's got that kind of like you know at the end when it's got like Frank and her, and they're coming at you from both sides. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I love that because it's it's such an unexpected scare. But it's I keep I don't know if I'm wrong, but I remember this house being in black and white. Is it? It's not really yeah. right, but no. it's it's in like a monotone coloring. Or it's no? a very earth tones with a lot of it. You know, it's gray and brown, and it's not it's not bright and cheery uh, okay. by any any stretch of the imagination. But that was a, the same thing with uh, t- uh, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. If that comes back, that was very sepia tone yeah. heavy. So it you had these you had kind of the grays of Bride of uh, Universal Monsters, the Bride of Frankenstein lives right there and then you'd walk across to to revenge of the tooth fairy and it was very also like just toned down in terms of color so yeah i i I can see where the confusion would come from but it i think i think they they did a great job of of 
painting the picture of what could have happened after the bride of frankenstein the movie and yeah so that's part of it too you gotta do your you gotta do your homework you gotta watch the bride of frankenstein which you know it's arguably it could be better than the original frankenstein film but uh you know it's 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 a great great take on a house my friend um cj like when he he gets so scared in the in the houses uh and he lives in texas and he's coming to visit at the end of september and i was like Perfect. I was. I'm yes. so happy that this one came back because I will forever have a moment ingrained in my head where the um it was the Universal Monsters house where she scared him. That was the he thought it was all over and he just it was one of those moments where he got so scared he stood in place and just screamed because she was screaming yeah. and like every now and then I'll text him a gif of her or whatever and it's just like I can't wait to go through this house with yeah. him so I'm so happy it's back. Oh, and the bride she lets out a shriek. Yeah, yes, she does. She and sure does. It's a very, very exciting announcement. And so when talking about houses that are returning, of course, this was part of the Halloween event last year, as I've already said 900 times now. But technically, the other house that was announced is... I. Here's where my question is. I haven't been paying enough attention to all of the Halloween Horror Nights uh, rumors and, and talk of what, what is potentially happening with this year's event. But the other announcement is that they are going to feature a house based on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And so where the returning aspect comes in is that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a house at Halloween Horror Nights all the way years and years ago. You have to go all the way back to the the old year of 2016. So long ago. Halloween Horror Nights 26. That's when they had a house based on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, you know... it, technically, yeah, we're going to be at the five-year mark since that event now, so it's had some time to breathe. If this house would have been part of last year's event, four years, eh, maybe not necessarily as much as much room to breathe. And it's not it's not the first time that you know Universal has brought back a concept and reused it. But I I have not been paying enough attention to what people are chatting about this on the internet and such to know like, oh, are they going to just port over the last house? that they had for Halloween Horror Nights for Texas Chainsaw Massacre and reuse this, or is it going to be a new original concept? I'm not quite sure about that. And unless I'm misreading a part of the press release and such with it, I basically just say that it's going to be a a house based on the iconic movie, the 1974 Toby Hooper? Hooper. Hooper. Hopper. Hopper? Hooper. Hooper. Pretty sure it's Hooper. The iconic 1974 film called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and of course, the villain of The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface. And if it is anything like the house that was around in 2016, this thing was disgusting. Yeah. With a capital D, for sure. It was, it was gory and gruesome and just gross, just like the movie is, and very much similarly to how um, House of a Thousand Corpses was Hooper. a couple. Yeah, Hooper, Hooper yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, Hooper, Toby Hooper, director of Poltergeist as well. Yes, yes. There we go. We got to the bottom of it. But yeah, it's this was a grimy house, and it's not. A, you know, I think Universal does a lot of beautiful houses, and every now and then they come up with something that's just like downright disgusting. Yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses was one of them. Uh, I don't, I don't think you experienced it. It was a little bit before your time, but Dollhouse of the Damned that was 
just really kind of nasty and gnarly too. But then, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, very, very gross. But I the chickens. I don't yeah. like the chickens. The chicken coop. It smells. It's gross. Ugh. It was. And I didn't really, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the house when, you know, for that year. I would actually be interested in going back and watching like what we, how we ranked the houses with that. Because I feel like I remember Texas Chainsaw Massacre for me being more in the middle of the pack. But then last year during COVID, I was, I was editing a lot of the Halloween Horror Nights 26 videos that we had because we you know we just had random footage and back in those days universal asked us only to put out two uh two houses that we recorded we can record every single one but only release two and i never thought in any of the years like okay they only want two out there right in this moment because you know they want people to want to come to the event but then i never ever bothered posting them and so i went through a lot of them and texas chainsaw massacre is one that i did post and your footage from it was like so bright and I could see so much of the details. Probably back when my camera was brand new. It was like, you just had it and you were like, you were really brightening everything up. Like you were, you were boosting that ISO and I could see so much of the detail and it was actually a really solid house. Every time Leatherface would swing open and slam a door and just i remember that very distinctly the slamming sound the door makes when he slams the door it's so many of those like loud sharp noises that get on you like break your nerves you know oh absolutely and like hiding hiding in all of these places right When, when you think it's most safe and you think you're out of the house and then him just him being there and even like that house was so cool because they it was like you walked through the house while you were walking through the story of the movie and with that it it ends with the movie you know jumping out the window you go out through the window in this house too and and you went down very similar to how they did it with the exorcist as well i don't remember that part you don't remember that part i don't remember the window i remember being in like the the room like the like the the I don't know the hippies room I don't know mm-hmm. was it hippie I don't know is that a word do we say that anymore I don't know I think so still. but like I remember like that part of the story and I remember like the house like in the house I just don't remember going out the window yeah I I remember going it wasn't you don't go upstairs but I remember they tried to to paint the picture is there were stairs that mm-hmm. you went and yeah, then you were in that. the next and then you that's cuz if I'm remembering the movie correctly that's how she escapes from the top floor of the house she she goes right out the window and crashes I through can the glass I remember the remake Yeah with Jessica Biel Yeah yeah I figured how she gets out yeah, yeah. I, I can't like I I've seen the other one I just I that one scared me and stayed with me longer oh yeah no it, it did too i mean you were i was when well, i was probably a i think i was 17 when i saw it, 18 i would have been like i think that one came out in like 2003 yeah i was gonna say i think i was uh i was either a sophomore or a or a yeah i think i was a sophomore in high school yeah because i, I might have been a junior though i think i had graduated and it had come out in that then fall. you were yeah then i and was I a watched junior. it in the woods yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, like, like, and there's a one moment in that remake when, when one of the kids dies, and then like he's like playing with the body, like, why are you dead? And it's like, I don't, know. it's a dark oh God, movie. Yeah, I it's that. a dark yeah. movie. It's, it's yeah, 
The original's dark too, but I think the original is a classic horror movie. And so, yeah, all, all this kind of loops back to say, I don't know if it's going to just be a complete, you know, re, re, done version of the original house that they did for texas chainsaw massacre or if it's going to be a new concept but you know what they did it so well the first time that i i think if they were trying to do it from a different take this time around that i have no doubts that they could nail it and i I don't think it would be on my top list of houses that if they just wanted to do a mere replica of it from the time before I, I don't know if I would have ever put that up there. I think like The Shining and a, mm-hmm. not the Poltergeist. Any, uh, actually, Poltergeist. yeah, Poltergeist. A lot of original houses, more than anything, I would like to to relive. The Curse of Lightning Gulch. Yeah, I was just going to say that one. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, it's it's got Leatherface. It's got it's got the intellectual property built in with it that that horror aficionados truly do love. So it just, I get it. It's like a head scratcher to me, I guess, because I'm like, why this? It just feels so irrelevant right now. I don't know. Like, but I guess you're right. Like, if they wanted to bring an icon back, and you can't have Jason or Freddie or, um, I guess Mike Myers. Although you know, the rumor being that there might be a Mike Myers house or a Halloween house, but yeah. the, I think the rumor is Halloween three, so there wouldn't even be a Mike Myers in it. But, um, so I guess you would have you would have this year it's just a weird for this being like the anniversary year it seems like a weird choice because it doesn't feel like it's historic in any way related to their storyline like so i don't i don't know i mean i i had read that there was they were filming another texas chainsaw massacre movie that was supposed to be a direct sequel to the original i think and i don't know if it was like old man like an old man version of leatherface or something like that Mm -hmm. is what i feel like but i don't know if that got filmed and made or if it ever got released or what happened because i think that was all during the when everything was going crazy, so yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it, 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 to me, I'm on the same boat that you're on. Is for an anniversary year, I'm not quite sure if I accept Leatherface as like anniversary worthy, but at the same time, too, it's uh, diff- there's just different audience for for everything, True. and so I, I think you and I line up a little bit more similarly when it comes to these these houses and even when it comes to horror movies that we enjoy i think you and i line up a little bit more so it's it's hard to get motivated for something like it but i have no i have no doubt that i'm going to end up really enjoying the house uh it it just all the ingredients are there to make a really good house and even though they do the nastier houses gross me out like I'll admit, towards the end of the year that they had House of a Thousand Corpses, I started to really enjoy going through that house because it just it was gross and and gory and just grotesque. But I still don't like the movie. House of a Thousand Corpses reminded me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so that's why I'm like, are they just reusing those songs? I I don't I don't think they'll just reuse anything like that. They got to make it. They got to make it all brand new. And I do. I need to get my Blu-ray of of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Somebody still has it. Yeah, I and I'm now fully convinced you will never watch it. So it's been literally sitting right on top of my DVD player. I couldn't watch any horror movies during the last year. It was it was been difficult. So now I'm like I'm ready to ramp into it. Now that Rob Zombie (laughs) is directing the Munsters. I'll finally, I'll finally watch it. 
Yep. I mean, that's that is a good reason why to jump on board with that. You know what that means, though? We could potentially future have a Munsters Halloween Horror Night house. Yeah. I and Munsters was filmed on the Universal Studios Hollywood backlot. That's so crazy. I think it was. I, I know for sure that the Munsters house is on the backlot. I I'm sure if they used the facade for the house for at Universal that they probably filmed it there too, but I would I guess. Know. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't alive back then. I didn't do things in old you Hollywood. Were? No, I'm not Fred Gwynn as much as you think I am. I thought of you as a TV remake. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. No. What? Have you never seen that one? Brian Fuller tried to make it, and uh, Brian Fuller directed a pilot of the uh, the Munsters, and it stars Jerry O'Connell as Herman, Portia de Rossi as uh, uh, what's the wife's name on the Munsters? I, I'm embarrassed. All I can think is that Marion, the the not which she's the the blonde in it. Well, the 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 grandfather was. Um, that oh my gosh the comedian um oh my god eddie izzard was the grandfather and they so they were they filmed the pilot and then it didn't get picked up and nbc aired the pilot as a halloween special who played eddie munster uh just like a no-name kid i think no butch patrick i don't (laughs) think neil patrick harris is very butch what butch patrick that was the original eddie munster (laughs) I thought you were just telling me a butch Neil Patrick Harris played the kid, and I'd be like, <laughs> no. I think he's too old. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I would assume on that. So, and I, hey, maybe we'll we'll uh, figure out the name of Lady Munster too. I'm embarrassed. I loved. Oh, the I can tell you. I up. can tell you now. Yeah, I, I. It's just like on the because I keep wanting to say Morticia, and I'm like, yeah. no, it's not Morticia. Lily. Lily. Yeah. I, the fact that I can pull out of my butt, Fred Gwynn played Herman Munster and Butch Patrick played Eddie Munster, but I can't think of the actual character names in the show. I guess it just goes to show I pay attention to credits more than I, I do the actual shows that I'm watching. But that's okay. The show the show I'm referring to, this is why it, it wasn't called The Munsters. It was called Mockingbird Lane. But it was The Munsters. Yeah. Uh, it, was the, it, was a, it was developed by Brian Fuller, and it had... I'm telling you now because I brought it up. It had uh, Jerry O'Connell as Herman, Portia de Rossi as Lily, someone named Charity Wakefield as Marilyn, Mason Cook as Eddie Munster, and Eddie Izzard as Grandpa with guest stars Cheyenne Jackson in the first episode. Wow. Yeah. All-star cast. I, I was going to say powerhouse. I feel like all-star is selling it a little short. That is a powerhouse cast. And maybe- Oh, my God. Mason Cook. I know who this kid is. Mason Cook is the kid from um well he was he was in the middle for like 20 episodes but he is from hold on what's his big what's his big one Nope. He was a new girl the Goldbergs uh oh my gosh you're describe- speechless he's Ray on speechless that's what it was Ray on Speechless played Eddie Munster in I, Mockingbird yeah. Lane. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of who he was on Speechless. Ray is the uh, brother. Okay, the okay, brother. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's sorry. A, I, well, because then in my head I'm like thinking like American Housewife in the same 
too, and I'm picturing those kids with with speechless. Wow, that was a journey Sorry. we just yeah. went on there <laughs> that had absolutely nothing to do with anything we talked about here, but that's okay. So I, I think we've talked enough about <laughs> Universal Monsters of the Bride of Frankenstein lives as well as the Munsters themselves, and <laughs> more importantly, <laughs> the Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming to Halloween Horror Nights, kicking off on September 3rd, running all the way through October 31st on select nights. <sighs> we need those multi-night ticket houses, but wait, multi-night <sighs> ticket passes, not passes, houses. Yeah, houses. Yeah. So like, wait, wait. I'll also use a multi-ticket house, I guess, too, if like that means I can have multiple houses. I don't know how that works. Uh, I mean, in real life, not Halloween Horror Nights houses, just real houses. Uh, but that's that's another problem for another time. So, Rhino, do you, I, I have to still ask, because I said I was going to, and I already know what your answer is. Do you have any any thoughts at all on The Haunting of Hill House coming to Halloween Horror Nights? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to watch the show now. <laughs> I, I think I am finally going to have to watch the show, so... I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to get everybody raves about it. It's just like I have to ramp myself up into it. I am. I I told you if something happened to me. Well, something happened to us all collectively in the last year. But it, I struggled with one hour shows that weren't supernatural. Weren't the show supernatural. Not weren't supernatural shows. Otherwise, I would watch this. But uh, because it was like I I couldn't. I needed like funny uplifting like i needed that constant barrage of humor in my life because i was so i felt like i was so isolated and so i'm like now that i'm finally getting back into it i'm like okay now i'm gonna be watching like the movies i watched last halloween were like goosebumps goosebumps 2 jumanji no it was it was uh it it was i think now i can get into the adult drama character driven stuff so yeah i was gonna say i mean i see i i guess i i I do see your side but i'm just i'm wired differently so i'm like oh during a pandemic i i loved i rewatched the haunting of hell house last year during the halloween season because it's you know for a year of of that was all about loss and grief basically it's like i want to watch a show that is all about loss and grief and and it just oh, it was it was even better even better the second time through i, I think, think i've now on three times it's I've one of those through. shows too where i like i don't want to be doing anything else while i'm watching it i want to yeah. give it my full attention yeah. and that that's the part where i'm like you know you so can. i just i just i just think i have to watch episode one and then we'll be we'll be good to go yeah i i just yeah then episode one is is solid and it starts off strong but it's the, the turning point is is episode seven like i almost want if you watched that first, even though you wouldn't have any context to it all and know any of the characters or anything, you would then go back and be like, I need to not just watch, but I need to absorb every single second of mm-hmm. this entire show. It is it is that good. And they can't they won't be able to it's- translate that episode really into the into the house, but it is just uh, you as a a filmmaker, you will your jaw will be on the floor. Raul is not in season one, is he? No, that is from The Haunting of Blind Manor. Okay. A complete different thing that features Henry Cavill putting on the most insane British accent. What? Henry Cavill's in the second season of the show? Yeah, and the first. Wait, not not Henry Cavill. Um, who am I think? I don't know why I said Cavill. The little boy who played Elliot. Wait. Oh, yes. Uh, his name is Henry. Uh, it's um, 
Yeah, because that was a big deal because that was his big like, wow, he's still in stuff again. And it's like crazy. Um, and he's been doing stuff the whole time. And you're like, what? Um, oh, I lost. I just lost service because I was like. Oh. E.T. We should know this. It's a universal property. I know. I And it's one of my favorite movies. Why did Henry Cavill pop in my head, though? That just doesn't even fit with he's it. He's popping in all of our heads, baby. It's Superman. Henry Thomas. Thomas. Henry Thomas. Yes. Gosh, I'm embarrassed. As both an E.T. fan and a fan of the show that I'm trying to sell you on, I can't even give you the correct names. Terrible. Terrible. It's, just, it's right back to Toby Hooper. I'll watch it after Hopper. I watch Space Jam 2, and then I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> Which one will truly be scarier? <laughs> that's the that's the thing that is that should be the, that should be one of the houses next year form that alliance with warner brothers <laughs> bring us space jam 2 for halloween horror nights because <laughs> that thing is going to be scary i believe this episode uh you know someone that might a lot of people probably already watched space jam 2 as of as of listening or watching to this and you know what if it turns out to be oscar worthy then you know what i'll i'll eat my words in a couple weeks i don't think the first one was oscar worthy though was it not I mean, it. We like it because we were kids when we watched it, but it's not an Oscar-worthy movie. But Wayne Knight was in it. That is a valid point. And Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> is that how it's pronounced? Bill Murray. Yeah. Oh, okay. You've been Fair. pronouncing it the common way. My bad. I will yeah. try to fix that. You got to but... do the Wes Anderson. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I do love him. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I hope you enjoyed learning all these facts about Henry Thomas, uh, Henry Cavill, <laughs> uh, the Munsters, Butch Patrick, Ed Gwynn, Jerry O'Connell, uh, Portia Del Rossi, uh, the kid from Speechless, the canceled ABC sitcom, yep. uh, Toby Hooper and his Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and finally Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. I think that was the perfect recap for this show, and let me recap for you one more time. If you like our content, you want to support us, please consider booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel, uh, but literally, watch this, and if you're thinking, wow, why would I trust these two people to help book my travel? I can tell you the agents are the complete opposite of us. So actually trust them fully with everything they do. Get a free no obligation quote on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And also, if you uh, are watching this on your way out, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe to UO Fan, and leave us comments, questions, and video suggestions in the comment section. And also, if you're listening to this, please subscribe to wherever you listen to the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition, and also leave us five-star rating and reviews if you are enjoying the show. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this week. Rhino, thank you once again. Thank you. And thank you to everyone out there for listening and watching. We truly appreciate you. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you again next week with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. 